0: Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views, and interviews. Hello, I'm Phil Blizzard with Breaking Travel News Podcast from the Arabian Travel Market, Day 3. Today, the real news, well, I suppose the news has been the success of this first in-person, face-to-face travel show anywhere in the world. The Arabian Travel Market in Dubai, the Dubai World Trade Center. And uh, story-wise, here on the Breaking Travel News Podcast... Well, I can tell you what, we're going to be talking about, well, finding out about the Dubai Expo and also about one of the biggest projects in Saudi Arabia. They're coming your way. And let me remind you that we've been out and about around the show, collecting a large number of video interviews, all of which are online for the Breaking Travel News. Let's have our first interview coming your way on the Breaking Travel News podcast. Breaking travel news of the Arabian travel market. We're taking a look at the biggest event that's going to be happening this year and into next year, Expo 2020. Sue, so, give us an overview of why you are here and the key messaging you're putting out.
1: Um, thank you, Phil. I mean, we are at ATM because this is the year of Expo. We open our doors in less than four months on the 1st of October, and we are here to engage with the travel industry. Um, collectively, we've been through a lot of pain in the past year with you know, travel restrictions and so on. But with the world opening up and vaccination coming through, we've had huge interest from the travel industry. In fact, we've just signed up up to 2,515 authorized ticket resellers across 60 markets, which shows phenomenal demand for Expo.
0: 60 markets, I don't to be in the entire world. So uh, quite a few things to talk about. Give us a quick update of where things are at the moment.
1: So, essentially, the construction of the site has been complete. The countries are putting the finishing touches to their pavilion. So, when the visitors actually arrive in October, they'll be able to see 192 countries within one location. So, imagine going from United States to Uganda, from Jamaica to Japan, um, all within a site which is twice the size of Monaco. Um, It is going to be fantastic for the visitors to come through.
0: A lot of events and a lot of specific days. So, I believe the different countries will have their own... uh own day to speak of
1: yes what we have is we have a series of national days and honor day celebrations we have 182 days of expo and we have more than 190 countries participating so you can imagine on some days you'll have two countries celebrating their national days and the national day celebrations are going to be so much fun um, because not only will you have a flag raising ceremony you will have a parade or a procession by the countries you will also have a series of business delegation coming through Um, you know so it is going to be really the time Imagine coming and celebrating Brazil's National Day or on St. Patrick's Day celebrating Ireland's National Day. It is just going to be, I think, not only is it going to be informative, it's also going to be highly entertaining. It's
0: going to be entertaining, flamboyant, and i was just going to say a little bit wild, but very flamboyant, perhaps a bit afraid. So um, when we come to entertainment, you're saying six months of entertainment, what can we expect in terms of names? When will you be making announcements to those names will be booked to attend.
1: Yes, yeah, so there are up to sixty live events a day. So you can imagine everything from music festivals to art shows to comedy festivals to um, you know any kind of cultural shows and heritage shows will be happening. We expect to release our programming starting from summer this year. Um, so you can actually start. To get, so if you're interested in ballet from Monaco, for example, here is the place to come yeah. to come and watch it. If you'd like to watch a cultural performance from Malaysia, here would also be the place for us to come and see it. For look out for and our announcement in summer, um, you will start seeing some of the big names, the celebrity concerts, the artists coming through during that time.
0: Now, technology is so important these days in all aspects of life and entertainment and tourism. What can we expect on the technology side at Expo 2020?
1: Well, Expo's USPs have traditionally been um, a place where countries come and show forward technology. A very cute example that I always like to share is I got my mobile phone 15 years ago, but the mobile phone was revealed at a World Expo in Osaka in 1970 and I wasn't even born. So imagine coming to the Expo and to be able to see robots performing surgery you no, know, um, really? r- yeah robots playing beethoven you 'll be able to see drone waiters serving you your food um, you 'll be able to see the most sensitive telescope ever made uh, so from a technology perspective it 's some incredible innovations are coming together, but it's not only about fun and exciting technology, but it's also technology about how can we make the world a more sustainable place, how do we build buildings better, you know, how do we plan our cities better, how will we be flying in the future, what will aircrafts be looking like, so there's a whole raft of things from
0: every sector and so much for us to talk about so uh, let's sort of wrap things up with Pripyat on spot give us a 30 second guided tour around the site of Expo 2020
1: okay so you come in and you will go to Al Wasal Plaza which is a 17 story high projection dome Believe you and me, you will never see anything like this in your life, a venue for concerts. Then you will then start taking a tour of all the countries. So you want to go to Peru, you want to go to Chile, you want to go to Myanmar, you know, you want to go to Jamaica. You'll be able to see all of that. You'll end your day with a major concert or a really interesting art festival and then dine on some of the most wonderful food that you can experience. So everything wrapped up.
0: You're yeah, and you've wrapped facility. it up in 30 seconds. So, Sue, <laughs> thank you very much indeed for joining us on Breaking Travel News.
1: Absolute pleasure. Thank you, Phil.
0: And from Dubai across to Saudi Arabia now as we take a look at a major project at a UNESCO World Heritage site. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard. News, views and interviews. Breaking Travel News, travelling around the Arabian travel market. And I've just come across a New Yorker, guess where? On the Saudi Arabian
2: stand. So, Jerry, what are you doing here? Well, you know, after 50 years of tourism, good to see you, Phil. Thank you for the great work you do for our industry. But after 50 years in tourism, I have the privilege of being the CEO of the Dadea Gate Development Authority to fulfill the Crown Prince's vision to make today one of the great uh, travel destinations in the world. What a wonderful backdrop behind it. So give
0: us an overview of the
2: project. Well, um, we're a UNESCO World Heritage Site, thanks to the king, King Salman, uh, the custodian of the Tuoli Mosque. He started the restoration of the birthplace of the kingdom in 1998. Now we're building a 10-kilometer concentric master plan around that to attract 25 million people to to, uh, Riyadh. So regarding this master plan, give us an overview of what visitors can expect. Yeah, uh, first phase, which we're coming at at a ground with now, we'll have uh, assets finished by the end of this year, believe it or not. Uh, We'll have 19 hotels, which are under development now, one already under construction, uh, a whole system, seven kilometers of parks. Uh, We open up 19 restaurants in the first quarter of next year. uh, Full infrastructure to take 6,000 residences, new universities, new souks, the largest civil engineering and tourism project in the world right now. Sounds
0: very enormous. And you mentioned the hotels, though. What's going to be the range? What type of hotels are you going to have?
2: Yeah, you know, uh, with the kingdom opening up to tourism now, and we opened up to 49 countries plus Macau and Hong Kong in September of 2019. We were doing 55,000 visas a week, thanks to the dynamic Ministry of Tourism, but then we had to shut it down to, to cover it. So now, when you look at 100 million people coming to the kingdom in the next 10 years, we have to make sure that we're ready to receive 25 million in Riyadh. So that will require hotels, residences, you know, a full tourism structure. But we are not a theme park; we're the birthplace of the kingdom. So today is meant high end, four and five star.
0: I guess you've got to make that distinction. You're not a theme park. You have a, a huge heritage site there. So. How are you going to sort of market it that
2: way? Well, we're going to say that come to the kingdom, it's rich hundreds of years of culture and heritage. Today is almost 400 years old. So we have a major project in Riyadh that we're thrilled about called Gadia. But that's meant to be pop culture. That's a theme park. That will take millions of people, and it's fabulous. But we are culture and heritage. We're the birthplace of the kingdom, and we're the house of Al Saud. You mentioned phase one. Give us a quick snapshot of what you
0: can expect in the following phases.
2: Yes, well, phase one, we're, we're almost done. A lot of infrastructural work, several billion dollars worth to get the master plan in. But we have the first hotel under construction of 19, the first museum of nine museums, uh, the first 19 restaurants of 100 restaurants, uh, the first two parks of 100 parks. So th- there's a lot happening right now.
0: So you're here at ATM, what's your key message? And also, I mean, it's great to be able to meet people face-to-face, isn't it, after yes, so much time
2: on Zoom and everything else? Haven't we? You and I have been around a long time, isn't it? Good to be back in yeah, public. Absolutely. ATM is uh, the big uh, the big one. So here, come visit us. The kingdom is welcoming. Come visit the birthplace of the kingdom. As we say, only one day. Okay.
0: One uh, notable thing today, I believe that the kingdom has opened up for... Uh, uh, people from Saudi Arabia to travel out. So, I mean,
2: neighboring Bahrain is going to be happy with that. Yes. And, you know, we, we've always wanted it. We've always wanted Saudis to travel. They're some of the greatest travelers in the world and for people to come in. But we've had to be very protective because of COVID. And now we're starting to get on top of it, all the good news with the vaccines. So, we're encouraged.
0: Jerry, thanks very much for your time. Great talking
2: to you. And nice I look to forward you. to uh, talking to you on location in Saudi You are most welcome. Only one today, had come visit us.
0: Fascinating insight there from Jerry. I'm Phil Blizzard with the Breaking Travel News podcast. And just reminded that our interviews, our video interviews, are online at BreakingTravelNews.com. Travel Wise with Phil Blizzard.
2: News, views, and interviews.